Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Join in on a great conversation today with some of the world's great influencers as they showcase great advice and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome. Thanks for hanging out with us. You know, I think we're all attracted to angels. There's some good ones, and it seems that right now we may be overrun with some bad ones, but not for long. Have faith. Not for long. Their time has come. We're going to talk about the angels of success with Peter Sterling. Now, how do you know the difference, and what does this have to do with growing our business and taking things to the next level? Well, I am taking a little bit of a leap of faith here that we're going to find the right inspiration and motivation that we need to do better at surviving and growing through our current times. Listen and learn along with me. And while we're at it, this is all about helping you and your friends turn your vision into reality. We want to help you get very successful at growing your business to a high sustainable level. Meet Peter Sterling. He plays the harp, and it appears he's an emissary for the angels, in that he can help us create and generate the abundance in our lives that we all toil and sweat to accomplish. So please stick with me, and let's see what he's got. Let's get into it. Hi, Peter. Welcome to the Tony Dierso Show. Hi, Tony. So good to be here with you today. Thanks for having me. The honor and the pleasure is all mine, and we're all looking forward to learning about the angels of success, and perhaps let's go back. What's your backstory, and how did it all happen for you? Well, I, I connected with a group of angels about thirty years ago. I was I was on my spiritual quest here, and where I live now in Sedona, Arizona, and uh, I had a series of experiences when I was uh, kind of living in the wilderness. Here, I was living in my car for about three years. I had a Volkswagen camper van. I let go of all my material possessions, and I, I lived very simply on the land, but it allowed me to immerse in the backcountry here, in this beautiful, majestic backcountry that has this extraordinary peace and, and mainly the silence, this amazing silence. So what I did is I, I just immersed myself in the silence of these canyons. I went very deep into that, and it was through deep my deepening my meditation in the silence of these canyons where I began to hear subtle strains of some sort of music when I was out there. And I thought maybe somebody was out there with me with a portable stereo playing some sort of classical and symphonic music. But then I realized, no, no, this was something of a divine origin. And long story short, you know, this the sound I was hearing became louder and it turned into the most beautiful music, Tony, I've ever heard. And it just struck such a deep chord in me. Everything was in harmony with this beautiful sound. It was very much like in the movie August Rush with Robin Williams. If you ever saw that film about the boy who heard the music in the cornfields of Iowa and then became a great conductor, composer. It was very much like me. I, I heard these sounds and the sounds of nature. And then I was taken up into the light. And then there I beheld I was surrounded by a group of angels who were surrounding me. And they were playing harps and flutes and violins, just like we see depicted in the great classical Renaissance art of like uh, Leonardo and Michelangelo, uh, who painted the angels. And apparently they inspired them as well. So what I've learned, Tony, over this time working with this group is that, you know, the angels come 
to humanity at various times throughout history, and they're always here to help us. And so it's been an extraordinary journey. The angels revealed to me that my life's purpose was to to bring forth this music I was hearing and play it on the harp. And, you know, I was in my early 30s. Music wasn't a big part of my life, but it became so clear to me, Tony, that I finally said yes, and a small harp came into my life, and I began to play it just intuitively, improvising. And 10 months later, following the celestial guidance of these angelic beings, I've made my first recording here, and that went on to... uh, I signed a record deal for worldwide distribution, and I was nominated for String Album of the Year in the Indie Awards of the United States back back in the early 90s. So it, it's just been an amazing journey. I had success right off the start, and now I've been working with this group of angels. Uh, I'm just getting ready to release, release my 17th album and uh, working very closely with them. And as I mentioned to you earlier, I, I released a single from the upcoming album a couple of months ago and a music video, which is winning awards at international film festivals all over the world right now. And it's a song for peace, has to do with the war in Ukraine. So uh, it's been amazing. And, you know, like a lot of your listeners, Tony, I, too, am an entrepreneur and a small business owner. Um and I've been really uh, endeavoring, you know, for financial freedom my whole life. I've never had a nine-to-five job ever in my whole life. And, and you know, I had to figure out how am I going to live the life of my dreams and not work a nine-to-five. So, you know, I've been involved with direct sales, network marketing for many years. I'm, a, you know, multiple six-figure earner in that industry with several companies, as well as running my own tour company here. Uh, my recording studio and production facility. I'm also a visual artist, and my photography and my artwork hangs in the galleries here in Sedona in the Arts Village. So I like to express in a lot of different ways. I find inspiration through uh, nature, but also working with these angels of success that are always with me, always endeavoring for my ultimate success to to bring me to my, my uh, you know, my my soul's mission, my soul's purpose in this life. And what I found, Tony, is when you really find something that, you know, brings healing and value into people's lives, can can bring transformation and healing. That is what, so what is so fulfilling and rewarding for me. I love to to help people to transform their lives and to seek a higher vision. So that's what I've been doing with the gifts that God has given me for the last 30 years. And and I believe there's this higher power that we can tap into that can help us in, to and assist us in manifesting our vision, manifesting our dreams and visions. So, yeah, it's working for me. Peter, I find this fascinating, and I'm still going to get my wits around it and how it can help our audience of entrepreneurs and business owners. I think it's very inspirational and motivational. And I'm just so I'm just so impressed by what you've done and what you've created and the success that you've had. So I don't want to, you know, not turn over the stone or however that phrase goes. I want to make sure that I examine this as well. We always have spoken about on my show the more let's call it physical, do this step and do this step and do this step mm-hmm. to to bring about these results. Right. And I've talked about my guests have talked about God and, 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 you know, you may say the higher power or angels. We've talked about that a couple of times. Guests have brought it up that that's been 
their mainstay for success. Mm -hmm. And so um, I, I really want to give it a good, good look, at, as we should all do when we're entrepreneurs. Anything that promises or says that it can bring about prosperity, we should mm -hmm. we should definitely take a good look at it. And so far, this is I'm blown away. Now, these angels that you met, which is an amazing story, they suggested or wanted you to create a business with music and tell their story somewhere along the line between this vision or dream, not a dream, I don't want to downplay it or denigrate it. You had an experience. So let's use that word. This experience with these beings took you down a path now to create a business of music. That's correct. And did you, is there, is there uh, in this business of music, is there uh, something that you're supposed to educate us on? Is there something that they want given or promoted as opposed to, hey, we want you to be successful. And I'm not trying to be silly, though. I am Italian. I do say silly things at times, but it's not like, hey, we want to help you become successful. There's there's a there's a what's what's the word? There's a statement or a purpose or something behind it that they want you to promote. Well, of course, the reason they gave me the music, uh, uh, Tony, was because the quality of my music is so healing. I've received hundreds of letters from people all over the world who, who have shared with me. And many of the letters, I, I can't even read them. I have to have them translated. But they all tell me how my music assisted them through a difficult time or lifted them out of depression or or help them to see a higher vision of themselves, or even help them to feel and sense angels around them. The music has this ability to, to lift people's consciousness, to lift their awareness into a, a new plane. So they see things differently. They see themselves differently, and they see the world differently. So um, it's, it's like a musical ministry for me. But then, you know, I had to build, start a record label. I had to I had to learn the music of business because when this came to me, I knew nothing about the music business. So, you know, I asked the angels, I said, hey, please send me some help because I know nothing about this. And within a week, the phone rang and it was uh, some record company executives who were traveling here. They heard my music in a store. They tracked me down and they offered me a, a record deal with worldwide distribution. And it was quite amazing how that came. So uh, and that's what the angels told me, they said, as long as we, we, we take this higher vision of wanting to be of service and to help humanity with our endeavors, because even doing business and entrepreneurship can have a higher purpose. It doesn't necessarily just have to be about us, you know, gaining all the riches of the world. But what I found is when I, I have a, a perspective of wanting to be of service with my gifts, then magic starts to happen. This is what I call tuning into miracle-mindedness, um, because when I work with these, this higher energy that's helping me to manifest my vision in any business that I'm doing right now, whether it's my tour business, my art business, my music business, or anything else I do, uh, they are here to help me as long as I'm paying attention. So they, they set up, they create synchronicity. This is something that I like to speak about. You know, what is synchronicity? It's like those magical moments when it's like a deja vu, like, uh, oh, or, or a chance meeting, perhaps. So 
I, I like to build my businesses with elegance and grace with the assistance of this higher energy. As long as it has a greater effect for the whole, it seems to magically unfold. And so that's what I like to share with people is that you can tune into this higher power and live a miraculous life, one of, of, of deep fulfillment and service and purpose that is uh, so enriching and meaningful for one. And we, we, we can really touch a lot of people if we approach things in this manner. We're talking about the Angels of Success with Peter Sterling, and you can find him at harpmagic.com. Now that's H-A-R-P-M-A-G-I-C.com, harpmagic.com. Peter, I want to get a little bit more into this now, into your vision path. It seems like you've been handed this amazing gift slash opportunity to, to, and you've helped to create your music and help humanity. I want to go into that message and what is it to help humanity? I mean, it's almost like, duh, there's so much going on. I've brought that up in the intro. We've got, we got, it's, it's obviously we've got some bad ones flying around out there and uh, they need to be swatted down and, and taken out and their time has come. But what is the message? Is there, and, and can you, can you, Verbalized, what is it that they want you to do with that? Well, certainly the times we're living in are so uncertain. You know, there's so much change happening in people's lives over the last few years with everything, the pandemic and everything. And and I think as we've seen, there's been a great movement of people, you know, reevaluating their lives and and quitting their jobs and moving into a sprinter van and being a, a, a digital nomad and you know, the whole Airbnb phenomenon and people's, our whole culture and society is changing dramatically, has over the last few years. So um, I think that uh, people are, are looking for something new. You know, my a story is my, my older brother who's worked his whole life, built his own software company and has worked nine to five his whole life. Didn't really have a lot of fun. He just worked, worked, worked. And, you know, during the pandemic, there was he actually posted a video on Facebook when he was walking out in his garden. There was a flower, you know, and he videoed it and put it up on his Facebook because he thought that was so beautiful. So here's a guy that has never thought about anything like I do. And all of a sudden he's appreciating nature and reevaluating his whole life. So I feel like this has happened for a lot of people over the last few years and people are searching they're searching for purpose in their life. And I think people want to, to, be a, to a, be part of something, to be part of positive change in our culture, to make the world a better place. So um, I feel when you bring that perspective into all of your work endeavors, uh, that, that uh, beautiful things can happen from you. That's been my experience. So I love to share that with people. Peter, I do not wish to be materialistic, and I, I don't think I am. You mentioned earlier how you get letters in multiple languages of people being healed and helped and calmed by listening to your serene and beautiful music. Yeah. So I just have to ask you if you don't mind. Sure. Is anyone out there saying that, you know, that it's helped them think or focus or improve their business, especially with the rough times that we have? Well, what I can say is that I have several best-selling authors 
that use my music in the background when they're writing and they find that it enhances their writing. So, so my music has actually been tested, Tony, at Arizona State University a few years back by a PhD neurologist that was doing brain mapping studies with music to see the, the effect on brainwave states. And it was found that my music creates a theta brainwave state, which is uh, known as the twilight state. And it's known to enhance creativity, enhance uh, dreaming or, or visioning, this type of thing. And even people who are uh, like cancer patients, they strive to get into a theta state when they're doing their visualizations to see the white blood cells eating the cancer cells because theta is so powerful in that way. So what my music does is it, it actually brings people into a visionary state of awareness where, for instance, you can see perhaps beyond uh, uh, the, 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 the veil of what you could see before. You might actually see a new vision of yourself, a new purpose, or a whole new life path. That's been very common, I found, Tony, that people have written me when they listen to my music, they just feel differently. It shifts their awareness, and they, they realize that what they were doing was not fulfilling, and now they want to really uh, pursue their, their, their bliss, like, you know, follow your bliss type of thing. Do what you love, and the money will come. I'm a big believer in that. And so uh, this is the way that I help people is to get on the right course, because I know many people that have worked hard their whole lives to make a certain amount of money, but then when they get there, they're not happy, and they don't feel fulfilled. And oftentimes, they're so stressed out that they can't enjoy the wealth that they've created. So I think there's a different approach where uh, you can have this, this passion, this uh, rich life and be of service and also be very successful in business and bring value to a rapidly changing world right now that is really calling all of us to be like visionaries to help. I think we're actually creating a new world as we speak right now. There's so much change. And so many people are coming to the forefront. So I love to empower people to believe in their dreams and visions. Peter, that highly resonates with me. I have a book coming out. We're just tweaking. It's called Creating Your Vision. And the first step is really, it's a whole, it's a couple of chapters, the first step. But it's really just taking yourself in the future and looking back and going, what did I accomplish, you know, in, in the field that I'm in? And you're creating, you're, you're, you're putting this together. It's sort of like dreaming, and it's just right against, it's like right next door to where you're talking about how the person's ability to visualize and create something in reality comes true. Come, it, it, it's, it becomes strength strengthened. And that is right per the vision map and creating your vision that I'm writing about where the more you, and as well as professionals in sports, especially talk about visualization and how visualizing the end result or visualizing what they're doing has really helped them succeed in that endeavor. Mm -hmm. And that all of these just totally synchronize together. If you create that future, I'm speaking to you entrepreneurs out there. If you create that future and how you see your business and what, you're doing and look at it almost like a movie, like this is what I'm doing and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. It actually just 
kind of goes into your business and actually literally happens. I'm at 33 million downloads and not in just under under seven years of my career on podcasting. I know I know what I speak, though I didn't say that correct grammatically, but I'm just being a little silly here. It really is that that important. And I like this because it it's very, very helpful. And the harp music is what is is the tie-in that people use to get into that visualization state, which is probably not the right wording, and I don't mean to butcher it, but helps them get to that level where their dream let's or imagination can become a reality. And it's, it seems to be the harp, uh, the harp instrument is a key component of that for what you're doing. That's right. Um, it, uh, you know, the, the harp has been studied, the effects of the harp. There's harp therapy programs across the world now. And there's scientific research that shows the effect of the harp on the nervous system. Uh, it's very relaxing and, and balancing to the nervous system. But what you were talking about earlier about like professional athletes, I was thinking about this myself, you know, to go to the higher levels of anything like professional sports, for instance, you know, the physical part is only, and most of the top achieving athletes will tell you this, the physical part is, is only so much, but to get to the upper levels, you have to master, of course, the inner game and the mental state that you're in to go to the higher levels. And, and that's, I feel that's the same for me with what I've achieved with my music. There's a, a level of, uh, of just, uh, you know, having to work through my belief systems and about what I feel I can achieve, doing the inner work uh, so I can, um, you know, move through any self-imposed barriers I may have be, be, between me and my goals. And so um, when you play my music, it really, it, it attracts an energy and you can entrain into this, like this theta state. And it's a magical state to be in. You know, as I was saying, a lot of, of best-selling authors use my music and artists I know because when they listen, the books just, the writing just is like stream of conscience, very easy. It just comes through or the, the brush just moves. It enhances creativity. So it's really quite a phenomenon in that. And uh, I invite the listeners to come, come to Heart Magic and just the sound samples right there. Just pop over for a couple of minutes and get your ear on it and get a sense for it. Peter, you've hit number one on several charts. You've won awards and you're continuing to get accolades and so forth. And you had no formal training in music. That's true. <laughs> That's true. You know, I was, I was thinking about, uh, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't a musician really until the harp came into my life. So uh, it's, it's really quite miraculous how it happened. But I was thinking earlier today, also about coming on to your show, Tony, how even coming on to your show, this is like a peak moment for me that I get to be on the number one show on Voice of America with Tony Dursa. So I'm like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm even making it to Tony's show. Something really good is happening here. But also, you know, as a young child, I was dyslexic uh, and hyper, I was diagnosed with hyperactivity disorder at 10 years old. I was getting terrible grades, and then they put me on Ritalin, prescription medication, which had a big effect, a negative effect on me. 
But then I used to write letters backwards. I was dyslexic, had to go to a special reading clinic. And, you know, this is like Sir Richard Branson. He was the same. He was dyslexic in school. He barely made it through high school, dropped out of high school, and 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 look where he is today. So I, for myself, I, I was always like a round stick in a square hole. It just never fit for me. So I just had to, I knew I had to blaze my own trail. And there was something my grandmother, who was very wise, told me as I was growing up. It was a quote she always shared with me by the Greek philosopher Epictetus. And he said, for those who would be free, let them wish nothing which depends on others, or else they must necessarily be a slave. That was something that just I grew up with that my grandmother taught me. And so that's why I've always been a free agent and an entrepreneur and had to create ways to, to live and start my own businesses and, and follow this, this uh, follow my bliss, as Joseph Campbell would say. I really like that a lot. Follow the bliss. And I definitely want some, I want some of that too. And I know I've talked, we've talked about this probably a few times, but just in listening to the music, it takes people up this, this level. And we've, we've focused on the entrepreneurs and the business owners and so forth, but also for people that this is not a cure for anything. I'm, I'm not advocating any cure, but, but, I want to just reiterate again, people that are ill or have been ill with some issue, just listening to your music, mm -hmm. it's just not that they've done business, but it's just actually helped them heal and recover and recuperate. Absolutely. You know, for years in my early career, Tony, I used to go to the hospital where I was living in California and also here in Arizona, and I would just volunteer, and I would go into the critical care units and play my harp from room to room for the people that were post-op and hooked up with all sorts of tubes and on breathing machines and whatnot and a lot of stress and trauma. And I would go in there, and I would just start improvising and, you know, calling on my angels to help me to play what was ever calling forth for this particular person that I was with and just letting my hands move. And the effect would be really profound. I mean, people who were in pain, all of a sudden their pain, within minutes, the pain would leave their body or tears would start flowing from their eyes. And the doctors were so impressed by this that they started following me around and watching the response with the patients. And even the nurses and the doctors would compliment me and say, oh my God, you know, you're you're calming the whole ward down. There's this energy in here. This is a very, you know, in the, in the critical care unit, it's a very stressful environment. So and for years, I was like the musical doctor uh, that would go room to room. I loved doing that. So uh, that's always been my focus. You know, I really always wanted to make a difference in the world and bring something positive here and create positive change and let that be my legacy. And I always just asked, I said, universe, God, just use me. I'm here to serve. And there's that old saying, you know, uh, seek ye first the kingdom and the rest shall be given unto thee. So um, that's always been my orientation. It hasn't always been easy. Of course, there's struggles and challenges, ups and downs along the way. But to have that faith and to keep uh, pouring into that faith of a higher power to lead you towards your goals and to be of service in that way, I think, uh, I think, you're, uh, I think our uh, ultimate success is guaranteed when you take that approach. That's been my experience. 
Peter, if my audience can forgive me, I'm going to leave the world of entrepreneurs and small business owners just for a few moments because I'm so impressed and I would feel remiss if I didn't ask questions about your visions that you've had. And at the very beginning, you talked about you were taken to another dimension. I'd like you to correct me and comment where you saw them, you saw what they were doing. Can you kind of, you know, help take us all through a little bit of the spiritual journey and tell us about some of those visits and dimensions? Wow, Tony. Well, thank you for asking that. That's great. And by the way, I do have a book I wrote called Hearing the Angels Sing, a true story of angelic assistance. You can see that on my website. I speak in great detail of my experiences and what happened as this whole thing unfolded for me. But but yeah, I mean, what it was like, Tony, uh, at the time also, I was doing a lot of deep shamanic work on myself. And I was experimenting with you know, plant medicines and psychedelics and things that are all legal now and rolling out recreationally around the country, like, like um, you know, psilocybin, there's microdosing now, which is very trending, and people are, are exploring this. Uh, there's tons of scientific data now behind all these things that I was doing at the time, and I was like a renegade outlaw, but now it's coming mainstream uh, because the science shows that doing some of these things, and it's in my book in great detail, has a positive effect on the neural net and the neurology in your brain. It can help to uh, stimulate neuroplasticity and neurogenesis, the creation of new neural pathways in your brain to help us to process more information and to think higher and access a higher levels of awareness. You need to get your brain plugged in to do that. And so, like, for instance, uh, Tony, I was do back in the day, this is fascinating. I was doing a lot of work in the flotation tank in sensory deprivation, floating in complete silence. And I was using a substance called ketamine, which is now legal. I have many people I know all over the country are doing ketamine therapy. You know, you can do walk-in clinics. My friend in Salt Lake City, you just walk in and they'll hook you up to a ketamine drip for an hour and a half. And you go in and then you leave and you're just like a new person. Uh, the science is amazing on how this works with the brain. So, so I was really doing anything I could to expand my awareness simultaneous to immersing deep into nature, into the silence, and also practicing my meditation and my yoga and to clear myself. So that I could become a clear channel, a clear vessel for something higher. I was calling for a supernatural experience, Tony. I, I just saw the mainstream life and that wasn't for me. I wanted to achieve something great. I knew I'm gonna have to call on some sort of higher power, some sort of supernatural power to come into my life and to help me on my journey. And so as I was sitting in the silence of the canyons and it was just so exquisite. And back in these days, it was very quiet here compared to what it is now. And my mind could become absolutely still for like prolonged periods of time. And it was really what you would call samadhi in the yoga tradition would be known as samadhi. So I was able to really sustain that. But then as, as that happened, then that activated a great energy within me that just moved up my body. And then it was like I was projected out of my body, taken up into the light. And there, Tony, I heard the most glorious music, and I was just being bathed in this golden light. And I, the feeling of it was so exquisite. It was just like pure love, pure ecstasy. The vibration of it was so intense that my eyes would just 
tear profusely. And at times my my hands would start to shake and tremble like this because it was so intense. But then I would just relax into it and I would just be taken higher and higher. And there, that's when I saw in the golden light in my inner vision, <clears throat> Tony, that there was something around me. I started, started to see faint forms. And as I adjusted my vision, slowly but surely, they came into focus. And then I was surrounded by the group of cherub angels, the little baby ones that we often see in the paintings playing harps and flutes and violins. And there they were. And then I knew, oh my God, they're real. Like I had no conception for these angelic beings before this happened. And all of a sudden I realized that oh, they're real. They're not a figment of somebody's imagination, some artist who painted them. They're real. They're real phenomena. And then I made, I was able to communicate with them just with pure telepathy, I could hear them speaking to me. It was profound. And my life at that point, it just went off on a different trajectory. It was what I call before and after, really. And it was a, it was a very big change for me. And at times, I thought I was losing my mind. It was kind of an on-the-edge experience. But I was lucky. I had a couple of close friends that I could share with what was happening. And they were very reassuring and encouraged me to stay on course with this, keep going, see what's going to happen. And sure enough, then the whole thing opened up and they revealed to me my my life's work of what I was asking. What's my purpose? What's my mission? Why am I here? All the big questions, Tony. I wanted to know, you know, beyond the illusion of the kind of the material plane, the third dimension, there must be something more to life. And that's what I just really cried out from my heart and soul. And then the angels came and the rest is history. I have one more question about this, and then I'm going to come back to Earth and talk and ask a very important business question. So stick around for that. I'd like to know, what do you believe or who do you believe these beings or and or angels are? Are they God's messengers? Do they work for God or who are they? Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're traditionally known as messengers, of course, and that's that's what they were for me when they appeared. They brought me the information I was seeking, they were messengers to me, and they told me that my mission was to play the harp. And because of my experiences and what they showed me and what has happened since, that I there was never a doubt in my mind that they, they're like ministering spirits uh, of God. And the multitudes of angels, you know, there's all sorts of different types of angels. There's archangels and virtues and powers and the cherubs and the cherubim and the seraphim there's this whole angelology that we can explore and research through all the great wisdom and religious traditions of the world they all speak of these beings it's pretty universal uh and uh what i know now tony is that they are here in force for us right now to help our our planet to help humanity to get through this very kind of critical time in our in our evolution where we're being where the pressure of all these external stressors are coming at us like uh, we've never seen before and it's very stressful for people you know we have epidemic of mental health problems with people epidemic of prescription uh, pharmaceuticals for mental health is off the charts and people are struggling teenage suicide is up over the last few years. So people are struggling to make sense of their life right now more than ever. I think it's really important to call on a higher power because we all have angels around us. Uh, traditionally, we have at least one guardian angel who's here, who's here to, 
to assist us, to help us to manifest the highest vision of our soul in this lifetime. And, you know, if you make, if you call out, oftentimes it's when we're going through hard times, when we call forth a higher power to help us when we're struggling. But even you might try, like what I love to tell people is just, if, if you don't have that relationship, you could just call from your heart and just call to your own particular guardian angel and say, guardian angel, are you there? Can you, can you reveal yourself to me from, and, and ask that from a pure space. And then you need to pay attention because things start to happen. There's like signs and wonders and little synchronicities start to happen, which I call the miracles of love that light the way. So we learn with a new awareness how to pay attention to the subtle signs, the subtle cues that universe is giving us to lead us in the right direction. Because right now there's so many different ways we're being pulled, so many different, how do we know which choice to make, which way to go? But if we can make this connection, we can listen to the inner voice, listen to that inner guidance, and it can take us down a righteous path where we will attain our ultimate freedom and our ultimate empowerment and our ultimate fulfillment in this life. Peter, you met them 30 years ago or so, and they helped start you off on this amazing journey. Has this journey, and you didn't even know music, and you weren't even formally trained in music, which we talked about. Has it been just beautiful, bliss, and wonderful, and fantastic since then for 30 years? Or have you had, like, major challenges, like, that just made you question, like, is this for real? Am I crazy? Should I go, should I go into some other business? So I want to talk about it. And but here you are, you've stayed on it. So let's talk about any major challenge that has just totally thrown you off on this. Well, you know, Tony, when the angels came into my life and I, I, I took up this mission to play the harp and channel their music with this mission to uplift humanity, it was so out there that a lot of people in my family, they didn't know what to make of me. But uh, I, I went down this course with them and I had success right away. You know, they came into my life I made my first recording without any formal lessons 10 months later. And this recording ended up getting, uh, you know, discovered by a record label that released it worldwide to critical acclaim, critical acclaim, and then won a national award that year. And so I had great success, like a rocket. It just shot for me. It was so exciting. But then as things happened, there was change. The record label sold to another label and my relationships went away and they didn't know me and things fell apart and I lost my distribution and and it just all came crumbling down on me uh, after going to the heights of success right from the start. And, you know, that period of time, Tony, I fell into a depression. I was broke. I got my my car repossessed. I had no money. I used to go into the cupboard and have a bag of rice and no money. I'd lost my car. I couldn't I couldn't get around. It was really, uh, really difficult. I actually was very suicidal at the time. I used to, to walk and think about uh, and just yell at God. I was so upset. And I used to think about pouring gasoline over my harp and going out to the, this was in California, going out to the cliffs of Santa Barbara and throwing it flaming into the ocean and just walking away from it, you know? And, but, uh, you know, this is what would happen when I'd be in the depths of just despair about my situation. I'd walk downtown. This was in Ojai, actually, where I used to live. Somebody would come the other way. Oh, Peter, I love your music, you know. And that's how the universe would reflect to me, just 
constantly reaffirming to me, you know, you'll get through this, you'll get over this, stay the course, stay the course. And and that's what I did. So, but there was a time, Tony, I, I have gone through rough times. I write about it in my book, uh, how I was suicidal and just broke. And you, I used to, at one point, I, I actually like used to take food from the market because I, I had to eat. It was it was bad, but then I paid them back, of course. But uh, I took care of that. But yeah, I've gone through very difficult times. I'm not superhuman. Now, Peter, this is before you met them thirty years ago. We're talking no, about no. This was after I after met you them. met them. Yeah, and I, as I was saying, I had all the success. Even, even, even with all this help and advice and guidance from these angelic yeah. beings, you ran into all these rocks and shoals. Yeah, because I was, I was, my ego was getting into the way and I wasn't listening to my divine guidance and I wanted things to be the way I wanted them. And, and I became rigid in my thinking and maybe my ego got a little inflated because I thought I was pretty cool. Look at me, look what I can do and look at the success I was having. And I was riding on my laurels and, um, and it just, as often things, it wasn't a personal thing, but things changed, but I took it so personally instead of like navigating around and changing my modifying my plan and approach to things i i kind of for various reasons i fell into uh, some despair around the situation and um and i fell into depression and uh you know it was like a dark night of the soul this is kind of an archetypal uh, experience that many people have but it was through that where i I reaffirmed my commitment to move forward with this mission of bringing this music out. And, you know, I mean, just because you connect with a higher power doesn't mean it's just going to be clear sailing. There's still a lot of purification and refinement that has to happen uh, to the inner person, to the character, you know, and, and, and I needed, I needed to, I needed to learn some lessons. I needed a little purification. I needed to be shown some things that maybe were not comfortable. But I I went to the task and I grew and I learned and I healed and I went to the next level. That's and that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here today. That's why I'm on the Tony Durso show. And, and, and it's just so amazing. Because even though you may speak with God or his messenger doesn't mean life is perfect. I totally get it. Mm. You kind of have to go down all the way down to the ground and rebuild from there. It's just so amazing. I've seen it time and time again. You have to rebuild from there on the right path. And then mm. you have to stay on that path no matter what. And now look at the success you have. I'm absolutely impressed. You're the real deal. This is amazing. And all the information I have about this area it just totally coincides it is indeed an honor and it's exceptional to interview you i'm so pleased that we Thank had you. this chat and once again we talked about the angels of success was with peter sterling and you can find him again at harpmagic.com peter thank you so much for sharing with us today you, i Tony. absolutely loved it this is I this you. you know i was going to just jump in leap of faith and see what it was because there was a few things that seemed very interesting and yeah i am so glad i did this interview i'm glad to something a little different today with the angels of success thank you everybody it's been great to be here god bless everybody hey thanks for hanging out with me while i featured an elite entrepreneur who took his vision really to the tops. Wow, did he take his vision to reality. We discussed the angels of success with Peter Sterling. 
30 years ago, he saw angels and they opened up. He saw them. He saw them playing music. I mean, this is like right out of a movie. And he went on to follow their instructions and became a really good or a very good or a superior musician, won many awards, topped the charts, got an incredible amount of accolades and so forth. Before the interview, he showed me one of the trophies that has just come in for him. Amazing. He's healed listeners, not that he tried to, but people listening to his music found themselves recovering rapidly from whatever their ailment was. He's Businessmen have been helped because it can help you visualize better and put you in that zone to visualize success and what you're what you're trying to do. There's a lot here to it. I encourage you check out the music. It is ethereal. It is amazing. There is really something to this. We've all brushed against this word angels. We've we've spoken to people that have had some stories. This is the first time I've taken it head on in an interview about what what they are a little bit more, who they are and how they can help us. And is it real? I'd like to know, what do you think? Have a listen, check out his music, and you tell me what resonates with you and what did you like about this. And please remember supporting the show with a nice review on Apple Podcasts. I would appreciate that. And of course, I say this all the time, share this with a few friends and help them too. It's friends helping friends that are going to get us all through the times that we are in now. All right, let's use this and let's help you move on your journey to success. Thanks, and remember, just take action. Success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Sow good seeds, do good deeds, and join me on the next episode of The Tony D'Urso Show. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Tony D'Urso Show with his key influencers. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel.